Today's daf is Kedushin daf Ayin Ches. And we have 13 lines from the bottom of daf Ayin Zayin Omid Beis Omalei Rav Popola Abayi. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael Hanesunim Batsaru Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos Rafur Shalema for Yosi Ben Rachel. So yesterday we began a daf and a half sukya that does a deep dive into understanding the basic laws related to a cholol and a chalala. As we saw, the definition of a cholol is a koyen married someone that he's not supposed to marry, or a koyen had a child with someone that he is not allowed to have a child with, that child is considered a chalal if he's a zachar, a chalala if she's in the keva. We saw in the Gemara that this is only true if the person that the Kayan had the child with was someone that he's not allowed to marry because of the fact that he's a Kayan. If, however, a Kayan would have a child with someone that he's not allowed to have a child with, but she's someone that no Yisrael is allowed to have a child with, in that instance the offspring would not be chalolan. So when a Kayan has a child with one of the Isurei Kohuna, the halacha is zachar chalol, nekeva chalolo. There's another way for a woman to become a chalolo, and that is if a Kayan would be nivala to one of the Isurei Kohuna, she herself would become a chalolo. So that there's really one way for someone to become a chalol, two ways for someone to become a chalol. The Mishnah talked about the halachas of the offspring of a chalol and a chalol respectively. And what the Mishnah said was, bas chalol zachar psula men hakuhuna. However, bas chalol, where the father is a Yisrael, would be ksheira. Either way, today's daf is going to pick up, continuing to discuss some of the basic laws related to a cholol and a cholol. Amalei Rav Papa Abayo, Rav Papa told Abayo, Yisrael haba alachoisoi, if Yisrael was ba alachoisoi, one of the chayve krisos, zoyna mashvil. I know, said Rav Papa to Abayo, that this woman is now going to become a zoyna, meaning she's going to be usher in the future to ever marry a kain. A zoyna is a woman, not just that is mafker herself, viznos, but from the technical halachic perspective as it relates to the iser for a coin to marry a zoyna, a zoyna is a woman that had some iser bia. So if someone's balachoy, so she now engaged in Yisurei Erva, that's Pasha, she's going to be considered a Zayna. However, what Rapapa told Abaya, I'm not sure about is, Chalola Mashvila, Oy Loy Mashvila. Would she also become a Chalola, or would she not become a Chalola? Now, we mentioned that how does a woman become a Chalola, either because she's the offspring, she's the product of Yisurei Kuna, or if she herself was Nivola to Yisurei Kuna. But what we spoke at is knowing the end of the story. In real time now, Rapapa asked Abaya if a woman had an Iser Bia. However, it wasn't an Yisurei Kuna to get Iser. It was a Baal Would she become a Chalala? Would she not become a Chalala? So again, a Zoyna for sure she would be. What about a Chalala? What's the study? Me, I'm reading, do we say, Kabul Chaymer, Michai Ve'lab, and Havi Chalala, Michai Ve'kris, like Kolshkin, it's a basic... 
If a Koyen would be born a Grusha, she now would become a Chalala. If a Koyen would be born a Zayna, she now would become a Chalala. Even though all that beer was, was a Chai Vilavin. So certainly if somebody's Baal HaChaisai, well, it's more Chama than a Chai Vilavin, it's a Chai Vikrisa, certainly she, as a result of this beer, would become a Chalala. Or perhaps, in Chalala, maybe the only time there is something called Chalala is if the beer was in a Surei Kuhuna Diga beer. So that although a Baal HaChaisai is really more Chama than all the Isurei Kohuna Digabiyos, but at the end of the day, it's not Isurei Kohuna, and if that's the case, maybe she doesn't become a Chalala. So that was Rapapa's question to Abayi. Amalei Sabayi told him very clearly, Ein Chalala, Ela mi Isr Kohuna Bilvat. The only time a woman becomes a Chalala from an Isr Biyah is if the Isr Biyah was an Isr Kohuna Digabiyah. If, however, it wasn't an Isr Kohuna Digabiyah, even if it's more Chamer than an Isr Kohuna Digabiyah, such as it was a Chavi Krisos, the Allah is, she would not become a Chalala, which is what we already know. Zakti Gemara Amar Rava. Rava said, You know how Mil Sadam Rabbana in Chalala, Ela mi Isr Kohuna. How did the Rabbana know this cloud? This Rabbi said that in Chalala, Ela mi Isr Kohuna, Lachura, it needs a Makar. What is the Makar? Tatanya. So he said, I know it from the following price. Now, the background to this b'risa are two psukim in Parsha Sefer. Psukim that have permeated the last several dafin. So the Torah says, Isha zoyna v'chalala lo yikachu, isha grusha me isha lo yikachu ki So this pasuk is talking to the Kayin Hedit. And the Torah says a Kayin Hedit is not allowed to marry a zoyna, he can't marry a chalala, and he can't marry a grusha. Again, isha zoyna, Several psukim later, the Torah now is addressing the Kohen Gadol. And the Torah says, Almana ugrusha v'chalolo zoyno es'ele lo yikach ki im besule meyano v'yikach isha. That, whereas a Kohen Hedyet is not allowed to marry a zoyno, chalola, and a grusha, a Kohen Gadol also was not allowed to marry an Almana. Now, the background to this b'risa that the Gemara is about to bring is, why did the Torah have to repeat that the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a Grusha, Chalolo, and a Zoyna? If a Kohen Hedyet is not allowed to marry the Zoyna, Chalolo, and Grusha, then you would think the same would be true for a Kohen Gadol, right? Bechlal Mosayimana. Now, there's a Chiddush in the parish of Kohen Gadol, and that is Almana. Almana, a Kohen Hedyet is allowed to marry, only a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry. So we understand why the Torah needed to mention Isurei Bia for a Kohen Gadol, even though we already mentioned Isurei Bia of a Kohen Hedyet, because of the Dovash and Eschadish, and that is Almana. But why would we have to Chazerov, a Grusha Chalol, and Zoyna by the Kohen Gadol if I already know it by the Kohen Hedyet? So that's what this Bryce is coming to address. Again, the Tanya, the Grusha by Gadol, the Torah, Luchur did not have to mention Grusha. By Kain Gadol, the Tasi Bekal Vachaymer Mi Kain Hedyet. I could have learned it Kal Vachaymer from Kain Hedyet. If I'm not Amina, I would have said Hashdul Kain Hedyet Asura the Kain Gadol Mi Baya Madach. Koyen uh, Hedit is not allowed to marry a Grusha. Certainly, a Koyen Gadol is not allowed to marry a Grusha. And if you look at Rashi, Rashi explains this as more than just a Kalvachaymer. The Koyen Gadol Mi Baya Mi Hedyu Tusoy Nasra Olaf. Every Koyen Gadol was. A Kayin Hedyet first. And if a Kayin Hedyet is not allowed to marry a Grusha, so Bechlal Messiah Mon, a Kayin Gadol is also not allowed to marry a Grusha. So if that's the case, why did the Torah have to say that a Kayin Gadol is not allowed to marry a Grusha? Lama Nemra. So why was it said? Because the Torah wanted us to know that just like the Grusha is Chaluk from the Zoyna and the Chalol as it relates to a Kayin Hedyet, so too it's Chaluk as it relates to the Kayin Gadol as well. Meaning, there would have been a Havamina to think that when it says in the Torah by the Kayin that Almana Ugrusha the Chalala Zoynes Eloloikach, the only time the Kohen Gadol would be over the Isser is if he would do all four. But let's say a Kohen Gadol would only marry a Grusha. 
Could be in that instance, really wouldn't be over an Isser. That's why the Gemara is suggesting the Torah mentioned the word Grusha to teach me that the Din Grusha of Koyin Gadol is like the Din Grusha of Koyin Hedid. Foshtet by Koyin Hedid. So the wording by Koyin Hedid is a little bit different. It says, Isha Zoyin of Chalal Aloyikachu, period. And then it says, Isha Grusha Me Isha Aloyikachu, Kikada Shulay Lekab. The Torah separated Zoyin of from Grusha. And that separation teaches me that if a Koyin Hedid would be born a Grusha, only a Grusha, he would be over. For that, even though he wasn't bought on the Zoyna and the Chalala as well. Now, from the Parsha of Koen Gadol, I would have no way of knowing that. So the reason the Torah wrote Grusha by Koen Gadol, even though it already said Grusha by Koen Hedid, is to teach me that just like by Koen Hedid, you're over for Grusha by itself, and for the same price, for Zoyna by itself and for Chalala by itself, so too as it relates to a Koen Gadol. If the Koen Gadol would be born a Grusha or a Zoyna Chalala independently, he would be over. But the Gemara asks the same question. We didn't really accomplish anything. Pshita, Migra, Gara, why should the Din Koen Gadol as it relates to Grusha be any different than the Din Koen Hedid as it relates to Grusha? Again, the cash is why does the Torah have to mention that a Koen Gadol is not a married Grusha? Anything that you know about a Grusha related to a Koen Hedid should be true as it to a Kohen Gadol. There's an Issa Grusha by Kohen Hedid. It's okay. A Kohen Gadol is also a Kohen Hedid. He was a Kohen Hedid before he was a Kohen Gadol. A Grusha is an Issa Farzich as it relates to a Kohen Hedid. Okay, so then it should be the same thing as it relates to a Kohen Gadol as well. So the Gemara says, you're right, but you have to say it a little bit differently. Just like you find in the parasha of the Kohen Hedyet that each one of the women that a Kohen Hedyet is not going to marry are lavin bifneyatsmai. I know that from where, from the fact that the Torah singled out the Grusha, the Isha Grusha me Isha loyikachu is separated from the Isha Zoyin of Chalala. So too the Torah wants us to know that as it relates to the unique Isra Almana that the Kohen Gadol has, that's going to be an Isra Farzah. That's not something I would ever have known from Kohen Hedyet because Kohen Hedyet doesn't have an Isra Almana. So that a Kohen Gadol is Chayiv if he's born a Zoyin independently, Chalala independently, Grusha independently, that I know. He's a Kohen Hedyet, so... Obviously, just because he's a Kohen Gadol, nothing should be different. But what I wouldn't know is, is that the unique love that the Kohen Gadol has, and that's the love of Amana, even for that, he would be over even if it wasn't included with everything else. So the Torah wanted me to know that. And the way the Torah told it to me is by chazering over the word Grusha, which sends me to the words, V'isha Grusha Mi'isha Lo Yikachu by the Kohen Hadid. And just like that word Grusha over there teaches me that the Isra Grusha is an Isra Bifnei from there I learned that the Isra Amana by a Kohen Gadol is also an Isra Okay, so that explains why the Torah has it over Grusha. Chalolo number. Why the Torah has it over the word Chalolo? Says the Gemara, and this is really what we need, the punchline, in Chalolo, Elami Iser Kuhuna. To teach me that the only time there's an Iser Chalolo, meaning the only time a woman would become a Chalolo from a Bias Iser is if it was an Iser Kuhuna. Where do you see that? So the way you see that is because the Torah wrote, Almona u Grusha. The Torah put Chalala next to Amona and Grusha. Amona and Grusha are uniquely Yisurei Kuhuna. So from there I know that the only time a woman can become a Chalala and have the Isra Chalala is if the B.S. Isra was Dumya to the Isra Amona or Grusha. So why the Torah write the word Chalala? I already know Chalala. To teach me a new Halacha. To teach me that it's Tafka 
if the BS Isser happened, Dum Yudalmana Ugrusha. Okay, so now we know why the Torah has it over Grusha and why the Torah has it over Almana. Zoyna Loma Never. Why the Torah has it over the word Zoyna? So the Gemara says, Never can Zoyna and Never Lahalan Zoyna. Torah wrote the word Zoyna by Kayin Godol. And Torah wrote the word Zoyna by Kayin Hedin. Ma can Zarechulin. Just like as it relates to the Kayin Godol, you have the next boss again, the Torah below Yechalazar Ba'amov. We spoke about this yesterday. That the Iker Parsha of Chalolos, it says, related to the Isure. Kuhuna of the Kohen Gadol, not by the Isure Kuhuna of the Kohen Hedin. We learn that just like a Kohen Gadol's children through Isure Kuhuna Chalolim, so to a Kohen Hedin's children are going to be Chalolim. How do I learn that? Maybe it's not true by a Kohen Gadol, and it's not true by a Kohen Hedin. The Kohen Gadol is much more Kaddish than the Kohen Hedin. So maybe after the Kohen Gadol has this halacha of Chalolos, so for that the answer is, Avigzei Shava Zoyna Zoyna, Hamakan Zari Chulin, so the bottom line is that why did the Torah Chazerov in the parish of the Kohen Gadol, the Grusha, the Chalala, and the Zoyna, if the Kohen Hedit's already Aser in the Grusha, Chalala, and the Zoyna, so Lachura, Bechlal, Masayimana, the Kohen Gadol should also be Aser in the Grusha, the Chalala, and the Zoyna. The answer is, there's a separate halacha that I learned from Grusha, separate halacha I learned from Chalala, separate halacha I learned from Zoyna. From Grusha I learned that the Kohen Gadol is over the Israel Mana, even if all he's Oiver is the Israel mana. From Chalola, I learned that in Chalola, Elami Isser Kuhuna. And from Zoyna, I learned that just like there's a parsha of Chalolos as it relates to the Kohen Gadol, snow too, there's a parsha of Chalolos as it relates to the Kohen Hedi. But what's the bottom line? In Chalola, Elami Isser Kuhuna. So if a woman is Nivala, Isure Kuhuna, she now becomes a Chalola. So that moving forward, whatever the ramifications of being a Chalola are, specifically as it relates to the Isser for Kohen to marry her, let's say, she will now be deemed to be a chalol. Rav Ashi said as a postscript to this discussion, what emerges from here is that that if a koyin is right? That was exactly Rav Papa's question that he asked Abayah. I know she's a zoyna. Is she going to be a chalol or she's not going to be a chalol? So Rav Ashi said, based on Abayah's response, Robert just gave us a very detailed makar to it. So a person that's ba'alachoysoy will make her into a zoyna but you won't be a chalol. If, however, he's ba'alel a second time, or if someone else would be ba'alel now, so then the halacha is, asa chalolo, now already she would be a chalolo. Because once she's a zoyna, right, what's the point? Now already she's isure kohuna. If she's isure kohuna, al zoyna. So now if somebody's ba'alel, for the third bia, she's going to be a chalala. So that first bia makes her into a zaina. It doesn't make her into a chalala. If now a koyin is ba'alel, because he's being ba on the zaina, not al tzachoysoy, but al tzachoysoy, even though it's the lesser iser, but that's the rule. In chalala, elam yasakuna. So now already she's going to be a chalala. If he's ba'alel again, now he'll be over side the isra chaysay, he'll be over this a zayin, he'll be over this a chalala. Now you have to cheshben the end of yesterday's daf with the enis a chalala but just lasabir asa oizin, that's the point. The first bia makes her a zayna, it's the second bia, again, assuming it's a kayin, now that the kayin was born a zayna, so now already she would be a chalala as it relates to the third bia, Excel. Just before we go weiter, just to highlight a related raid bite, we're not going to speak about this right now. But the Gemara asked the kasha, the Gemara said that you have the parsha of the suri kuhuna of the kayin hadid. And then you have the passion by the Kohen Gadol. And the Gemara asked that why did the Torah have to chazer over this Gusha Chalolo and Zoyna by the Kohen Gadol? I know it already from Kohen Hedin. Now, 
the Lashen of the Gemara and the way Rashi explained the Gemara's Kasha was that why would the Torah have to tell me that a Kohen Gadol can't marry a Grusha, Chalala, and Zaina? Every Kohen Gadol is Bechlau Masayim Mano, Echet HaKohen Eget. So if a Kohen Hedi can't marry a Grusha, Chalala, and Zaina, then what's the Havah mean in the world that a Kohen Gadol would be any different? L'chura, a Kohen Gadol is a Kohen Hedi plus Toisefes Kedusha. If that's the case, the Gemara's Kasha is that the Kohen Gadol has everything that the parasha of Kohen Hedid has, only more. So if you want to tell me more, tell me more. Why do you have to chazit that over? And that's why the Bryce had to give all the different Mekonis. Rameh Simcha, and this is in two places. It's a Meshachachma, often art, here in Parshas Emmer, and it's also in Ar Sameach, in Hilchus Klei Mikdash. Rameh Simcha, in this piece of Meshachachma, quotes Mashek Osafti Ba'ar Sameach. But Rameh Simcha is medayik from a Torah's Kohenim. That the Torah's Kohenim asks the same exact question as Argamara asks, albeit benusach achak And that diktok, which is classic Ramei Simcha, makes a whole world of a difference. The Torah's Kohenim asks that why the Torah have to chazer over the Isagrusha by a Kohen Gadol, Lachura, I know it, Kalvachoymer from Kohen Hedit. What's the Kalvachoymer? Madacha Kohen Hedit. Who's allowed to marry an Ammon is not allowed to marry a Grusha. A Kohen Gadol who can't marry an Ammon, a Kalvachoymer can't marry a Grusha. Basic back of the envelope Simcha. But if you think about it, the Torah's Kainim is not saying what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara is saying that why the Torah have to tell me in this Gusha by a Kohen Gadol, yet the Kohen Gadol is Docha Kohen Hedid. So if the Torah said that a Kohen Hedid can't marry a Grusha, that means a Kohen Gadol also can't marry a Grusha. From the Torah's Kainim, it's mashma that that's not a Kasha. The Kasha is not every Kohen Gadol is a Kohen Hedid. The Gemara is saying, I can make a Kalvachaymer. In the world of Kavachimers, you could start to two things that have absolutely nothing to do with each other. If it stems within the world of Kavachimer. That's why when you see Kavachimers, you have Pirchas and Techiachs from Kalatayrakula. It sounds to me from the Tayras Kayanim that the Tayras Kayanim held that. That every coin Gadol was once a coin Hedid is not necessarily checkmate that the coin Gadol would have all these surum of coin Hedid. It's nor a dank the Kalvachimer. And in the world of Kalvachimer, which is one of Yud Gamal Midrash, Atayrin Adreshes, make sure there's no Percha, by the way, then you'd be able to be Marva Grusha to a coin Gadol. But does Alain that a coin Gadol is a coin Hedid? You would think. That in of itself is not a tiny. Ramey Simcha says that I think Shteita Machloikis between the Bavli in Kedushin on the bottom of Ayin Zayin days and the Torah's Koyanim that every Koyan Gadol is he a Koyan Hedyet plus a Teisefes Kedusha or could be a Koyan Gadol is a Beryeb Ifnei and all the Dinim that relate to a Koyan Hedyet maybe don't necessarily relate to a Koyan Gadol unless I have some Reboy and I have some Makar to be able to be Marbet Our Gemara the way it asked the Kasha seemed to be of the opinion Certainly, the way Rashi explains the Gemara's Kasha, that every coin Gadol is doch a coin Hedyet. So, if a coin Hedyet is also the Gerusha, certainly a coin Gadol. Teres Koinem, Mashma says, Rameh Simcha didn't hold that was a good time. The fact that every coin Gadol is a coin Hedyet, every coin Gadol was a coin Hedyet. Now he's a coin Gadol. A coin Gadol is a new Indian. Maybe a coin Hedyet is also the Gerusha, coin Gadol not. 
problem is, I have a Kabbalah Chaim. That if a Kain Gadol's Asab Almana, oh, then Zichri has to be Asab Begrusha as well. But it's only because I know a Kain Gadol's Asab Almana. If I didn't know it was Asab Almana, maybe the halach of a Kain Gadol would have been different than a Kain Hadid. Obviously, there could be Nafgaminas as it relates to the Shaila and Ayn Sham and the Meshachachma, and he sends you to what he talked about in Arsamech. Zok, the Gemara Vaita, Omer Rav Yehuda, another classic Gemara. Kain Gadol, the Almana, like a Shtayim. If a Kain Gadol's Ba on an Almana, so he gets Malchus twice. So the Isser, Amon of the Gadol, said Rav Yehuda, is a double Isser. What's the double Isser? Achas Mishum lo Yikach, Amon or Gush V'chalol Azoyin as Elo lo Yikach, right? They're independent Lavin, as we saw. But if he is going to be Ba on the Koin Gadol, he'll be over the Isser lo Yikach. The Achas Mishum lo Yichalo. The next words, of lo Yichalo Zari Ba'amov. So being that there's two Lavin mentioned over here, there's Lo Yikach and there's Lo Yichalal, so therefore, he's going to be over to Israel. Now, we're going to see in the course of the next several lines of the Gemara that really, the Isra Lo Yikach and the Isra Lo Yichalal are two independent Isra, obviously. But it's not just a Lavin or Olobeshnei Lavin. They're both attacking this issue from a different angle. Lo Yikach is Miloshen, Ki Yikach is Isha. And that's an Isra Kicha. It's an Isra Likuchen. Koen Godel is not let him marry an Amono. Lo Yichalal is an Isser Where do you see the Leichal is an Isser So Pashit, it's because what happens when a person is Ba, a Kain Gadol on an Amana, or a Grusha Chalol or a Kain Hedid for that matter as well. What happens is she now becomes a Chalola. But she becomes a Chalola not when there's a marriage. She becomes a Chalola when there's a Bia. Leichal means don't make her into a Chalola. Kimavur in our Sugya. Lichtenden, an Isser then, in those words, lo yichalo. So said Rabbi Yehuda, "Kain gadol ba'amana lo yikishtein." Achas mishum lo yikach. That's the iser kicha. Achas mishum lo yichalo. Great. The Gemara, but look at Nami mishum lo yichalo zaroi. I think I have a third iser. Lo yichalo zaroi. Meaning, if lo yichalo is an iser bia, why? Because she's going to become a chalolah. The children are also going to become chalolah. And if the children are also going to become chalolah, maybe he should be over the iser of lo yichalo zaroi. So there should be lo yichalo her, and then lo yichalo zaroi as it relates to the offspring. The Gemara says, "B'shalay gomar biyasoi." And Ochinami, Rabbi Yehuda was talking about with. There was no Gemar Bia. All there was was Hara. Hara, we know, was Bia in Kala So as it relates to Lo Yichalo, her becoming Chalala, Hara is going to be considered a Bia. But as it relates to Lo Yichalo Zare, for that already you would need a Gemar Bia. Now the truth is, you would think Lo Yichalo Zare would require there be a child that's actually a Chalal. It's Mavur in the Gemara, not that way. But as long as there's a Gemar Bia, that's already considered Lo Yichalo Zare. And Enochinami, in the event that there was a Gemar Bia, Rabbi Yehuda's halacha would have been not kain gadol ba'mana like ishtayim, but it would have been kain gadol ba'mana like ishalish. Like Gemara Masiv Rava, Rava asked the kasha, "Amano grusha like mishum shnei shemos." If a kain gadol is born in amana and a grusha, so he gets malchus sayfet the amana sayfet the iser grusha. My love shnei shemos for sulay. What does it sound like? It sounds like he's going to get two malchus, one for amana, one for grusha. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he should be like a shtayim for amana. And Shnayim for Grusha. And by the way, if you were going with the beer, it should be Shalish for Almana, Shalish for Grusha. Says the Gemara. That's not the way he's supposed to read it. Not Almana, Grusha, Loikim, Shnum, Shnei Shemois, two sets of Malkis. Shnei Shemois means that Shnei Shemois for the Almana and Shnei Shemois for the Grusha. So not one for the Almana, one for the Grusha. 
the Shnei Shemois are two for the Almana, two for the Grusha. And again, Hacha B'mayaskinam, the Shaloi Gomer Abiyas. Hacha B'demara says, Amos said, how are you going to stand the Sefer? Grusha V'chalutza, Eino Chayev Elachas. If a Kohen Gadol was born a Grusha Almana, so he's only going to be Chayev one. It sounds like only one Malkus. Mara says the same time. It's Hachi Kome. Eino Chayev Elachas. Not Achas, but rather, skip the punchline. You're only going to be chayiv for one of the two. But avado for that one that you're going to be chayiv, you're going to be chayiv shnei shemos. Again, shnei shemos because it's two laven. So what does it mean? You're only going to be chayiv for one. Which one? Is it grusha or is it chalutz? It's grusha, right? That's pasha. Grusha. A coin is not allowed to marry midday raisa. A chalutza, a coin is only not allowed to marry mid And that's the whole point. Almon and Grusha are both awesome midday raisa. So for each one, you're going to be chayiv. How many? Two. Side isalaikach, side isalaikhalo. If it's a Grusha for chalutza, you're only going to be chayiv one. Because Grusha is in this day, right? So chalutza is only in this day, But the Mara says, is that true? In the chayiv, ella alachas, because for chalutza, you're not chayiv anything. The chalutza, the rabbana, but time you learn to the price of Grusha, in the yellow Grusha. So we know a coin is not allowed to marry Grusha chalutza. I mean, how do you know the coin is not allowed to marry chalutza? Tamaloyma vi'isha. The word Ishas marba that a coin is also not allowed to marry a chalutza. So the Gemara says midrabban and all that is is an ish midrabban of the cross machta ba'alma. And even though there's a pasuk that supports that halacha, that a pas is that pasuk is only an asmachta ba'alma. So the bottom line is, as it relates to the coin gadol, and really this is true for all the isurei kohuna. There's two laven. There's the lav of lo yikach, and then there's also the lav of lo yichalo. Which, depending on whether he was going to be or not going to be, it could be two lab, could be one lab, or it could be two lab. Meaning, in summation, let's stick with the kohen gadol. If the kohen gadol marries an amana, he's going to be over one lab. For the bia, he would be over a second lab, and if he was going to be he would even be over a third lab. Amr Abaya Abaya said, "Kidesh loika baal loika." If he's mekadesh. This Amana, he gets Malchus for being Makadish. Lo Yikach. If he's Boyo, he gets Malchus for the Isser Bia. Kidej, Loike Mishum Lo Yikach. Baal, Loike Mishum Lo The Chiddush that Abai is saying is that these two Lavin are independent Lavin. So if the person was only Kidej, he's going to be Chayef for that Isser. And if the person was only Boyo, he'll be Chayef for that Isser. If he did both, he was Makadish and he was Baal, then he's going to be Chayef to Rav. And Rav says, Baal like. If he's Boyo, he's like. A loy Baal, ain't like. But if it's not Boyo, it doesn't get Malkus at all. Mishum Dechsi, because the Pasuk says, Lo Yikach. And then afterwards it says, Velo Yechalo, Mai Tam Lo Yikach, Mishum Lo Yechalo. Rav said that although it's true there are two Isurim, but the only time you're over the two Isurim is if you did both. But if a person only did a Loyikach and he didn't do the Loyichal, he's not going to be over. Why? Because that's where he's supposed to read the Pasuk. And there's a time of the Krah. But if it never came to Loyichal Zarabam, then you're not going to get Malchus even for the Loyikach. So what's the Machloikas of Ayvarov? It's a major Machloikas of Ayvarov, quoted in many, many places. And that is, if somebody was Mekadesh and Amon, Kohen Gadol was Mekadosh Amon. It says in the Torah, Amon Gusha Bechalol Zoynes Elo Lo Yikach Kedushin One Hundred One. Literally, that pays a medalif. Kicha means what? Kicha means Kedushin. What happens if all he did was Mekadosher, but he wasn't Bala? According to Abayi, you get Malchus. Even if all you did was Kidesh, there's going to be Malchus. According to Rava, you'd get Malchus, but only if there was a beer. If there's a beer, you'll get Malchus, cipher the Kedushin, and cipher the beer. But if all there was was a Kedushin, there's not going to be a Malchus at all. Meaning, even though Abaya holds that Kidesh should get Malchus even without the beer. But Machsigushasai, if someone's Machsigushasai, Shem Kidesh for Baal, she ain't no like Even though Machsigushasai, there too, the Torah says that you're not going to marry this Machsigushasai. 
says, again is a Lashen Kicha, but here Abayah says, I agree that the only time it's going to be a problem, the only time you'd be over the Isla Kachta is if there was a beer, and the reason is because of the Hemshech of the Pasuk. It says, So there it says clearly, And then the next Pasuk, that Abayah says, I don't hear that the lo yikach is totally in the v'lo yichalo. Oh, the kach the liyos loy liyisha. What does liyos loy liyisha mean? Derech ishos. So there it's mufurish. There are moida that kidesh alone is not going to be an issue. Moida rava. Rava's moida. B'koyin gadol ba'amana she'imbal v'lo yikidesh aloyka. Rava's moida as it relates to an amana l'koyin gadol that if there was a bia and there was no kedushin, you're going to get malchus. Why? Because v'lo yichalo zar ba'amam rachmana ba'reuchil. At the end of the day, you made her into chalala, and if you made her into chalala, it's going to be a problem. Meaning the only time rava holds, you need both. That's for the isa kidesh. Kidesh requires Bia, but Bia doesn't require Kidesh. They're both Maidah, but Machzig Rushasai. That if somebody was Machzig Rushasai, Shembav, like Kidesh, and like if all there was was a Bia without a Kedushin, you don't get Malkus, because Derech Lakuch and Asr Because again, there it's Klar. You say you need the Kicha, and say you need the Bia. So everyone agrees Machzig Rushasai, that's off the table. There's nothing to do with this Machlaikis over here between Abayah and Rav. Additionally, everybody agrees that if the Kohen Gadol was Ba, for sure you're going to get Malkus for the Bia. The whole Shiloh was. Kidesh below ball. According to Abaya, you get Malchus for the Kidesh. According to Rav, you don't get Malchus for the Kidesh. But Avada Rav agrees that if he was Kidesh Vibal, then you're going to get Malchus Sai for the Kidesh and Sai for the Baal Excel. Either way, this concludes the first part of today's daf, which was the Gemara's discussion of the first part of the Mishnah and daf Ein Zayin Aleph, which was the halacha related to a Chalo. The next part of the daf is going to be Me'inyan Le'inyan Ba'isa Inyan discussing the offspring of a ger and a giyayrus. So the first part of the mission was discussing the offspring of a chalol and a chalola. The second part of the mission is going to discuss the offspring of a ger and a giyayrus. So just as a very, very, very brief introduction. So a giyayrus is a female version of a ger. What's the halachic status of a giyayrus? Anything that relates to a ger as a zacher is going to relate to a giyayrus, as in a keva. It's posh. Stating that there is one very unique area in halacha that relates to a giyayrus that doesn't relate to a ger. And that is as it relates to all inyane ishos. So in Seder Noshim, a giyayrus is unique relative to a ger. So for example, a koyen is not allowed to marry a giyayrus. Why? So that's something that's going to emerge in the course of today's daf. Koheness uh, is allowed to marry a ger. So, as it relates to those types of inyanim, in Elunairis, a giyaris is unique versus the ger. Now, why would that be the case? So, it obviously relates to the fact that this giyaris was once a non Jew. And because she was a non-Jew, so she was subject to the promiscuity that permeates that world. And as a result, even though Gershon Eskayers, Kekon Shanoiladami, and there's a lot of halacha and machshava and panimius that relates to that Indian, but at the same time, she carries with her that history that once upon a time she was an Enoyodis. And as a result, on some level, we have to treat the Giyayris from the Isurit Biyah, from all the Seydan Noshim, the Halachis, as being a, as being a, a Yehudis, even now, 
that she already is a Yehuda. So the first halacha, which is a, a Dover Pasha, L'chaira, is that a Kayin is not allowed to marry Gyaris. The question is, what about the daughter of a Gyaris? Or what about the daughter of a Ger? What's the halacha over there? Now, what's the parallel to the first part of the Sogyah? Why is this in the same Mishnah as the Chalol? Because it's very simple. It's similar. A Kayin is not allowed to marry a Chalala. What about the daughter of a Chalala? What about the daughter of a Chalal? So, but it's Indian. A coin's not let him marry a Giyaris. What about the daughter of a Giyaris? Or what about the daughter of a Giyaris? So if you go back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah mentioned three Shittas. Rabbi Yudaimer, Rabbi Yudah was the first Shittah, Reish HaMedab and B'chal Malkim, he said, Bas Ger Zachar, Kibas Chalol Zachar. The daughter of a Ger is like the daughter of a Chal. What's the Lacha with regards to the daughter of a Chal? So in the same vein, the daughter of a Ger is also going to be possible. It's just like a Kayin can't marry a Giyaris, so too, a Kayin can't marry the daughter of a Ger. Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov, Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov was chaylik. He said that a Yisrael that marries a Giyaris, bitek sheir lakuna. A Ger that marries a Bas Yisrael, bitek sheir lakuna. The only time there's a halacha that the daughter of a Ger or the daughter of a Giyaris is going to be a problem is if it's a Ger shenasa Giyaris. In that case, bitek psulo lakuna. So as Rabbi Yehuda says, the Bas Ger is literally like the Bas Chalo. Bas Chalo, I don't care who the mother is. Bas Chalo, the halacha is, shenis psulo lakuna. So to the basgar is psulukuna. Coin to Blazman Yaakov. No, it's different than a chalal. Over here you need side the tata, side the mama. If both stade yichos are gerim and gyerises respectively, then you're going to have an issue. Otherwise, no. Rabbi Yosi, I mean, Rabbi Yosi was the third sheet in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yosi said, Af ger shenasa gyeris pitaik sheir lekohuna. That even a, a ger that marries a Giyaris, even Rebbe Lezeb in Yaakov's case, there's no such halacha that the offspring of a Ger is going to be possible. A Giyaris, yeah, that's a problem. But as it relates to the offspring, that already is not going to be an issue. What we're going to see now in the course of today's daf is that there was actually a fourth shita. The fourth shita is the shita of the Tana We've already seen this sheet as Rav Shemayichai earlier in these Asari Yuchs and the Gesugis. Either way, Zakti Gemara Tanya. We learned to the Brisa. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said he was the first sheet in the Mishnah. Bas Ger Zachar, Kebas Chalol Zachar. That the daughter of a Ger is treated like the daughter of a Chalol, just like the daughter of a Chalol is Pasalakuna. So too, the daughter of a Ger is also going to be Pasalakuna. Now it sounds like a nice statement. Bas Ger is Kebas Zachar, but the question begs itself. Mechatesi, right? Who said that that's the way it should be? And just to understand it a little bit better, what was the reason that a bas chalol zacher was psula lekuhuna? So the Gemara learned it from a pasuk. It says lo yechalol zare ba'amav, and the Gemara said makish zare loy. Right? Just like he himself, if he engaged the koyin in a bs iser, his children would be chalolim. So too, zare's children even though they didn't necessarily engage in a B'Sisser, are also going to be Chalom. So it was learned that from a Makar. I mean, it was a Pasik, a Drosha, that taught me that the Allah is that a Bas Chalol Zachar is P'sulo Lekuhuna. So if that's the case, Mechatesi, a Bas Ger Zachar should be like a Bas Chalol Zachar. So Rabbi Yehuda in the Bryce explains the Shiti. He says, I didn't know he said, I know from a Kavachayim. What's the Kavachayim? Ma Chalol Shabamiti Pekshera Bitoi Psula Ma Dachachalol Who came from a Tipekshera Meaning the Chalol's father was a Kayan. The father's the Chalol's father was a Kayan God. His Tipa that ultimately led to his creation was a Tipekshera. Now it happened to have been in a Bia sister. Of a the tip itself was a tipik shera. And still, what's the halacha of this chalol, who himself, his origin is a tipik shera, his daughter's psula. Seger, shebomi, tipa psula. The ger who came from uh, in a Yehudi, 
whose tipa was a tipa psula, ain't a din should be the psula. So certainly his daughter should be a bita psula. So this is a kalvachaim. But the Gemara says, I've appeared on the kalvachaim. Malucholo, she came to see her outside by Avera. It's very nice. Bechol's father had a, a tipa ksheira, but at the end of the day, he engaged in a bia sister. And this whole the whole avaya of this child, he's yitzirase ba'avera. If that's the case, mei the ger, right? The ger is not yitzirase ba'avera. The ger had two non-Jewish parents who didn't do an avera when he was created. So if that's the case, maybe a bas ger is actually more kuladig than a, a bas chal. But the Gemara says that you can't tell me that chalolos is toloi in yitzirase ba'avera. Why? Because koyin gadol ba'almona yoichiach. A koyin gadol ba'almona yoichiach she'en yitzirase ba'avera. The Kohen Gadol, when he's born in Almana, the Kohen Gadol himself, the father, he's not Yitzirasei Ba'aveir, right? The Cholol was Yitzirasei Ba'aveir. But the Cholol's father, the Kohen Gadol, was not Yitzirasei Ba'aveir, and yet Bito Ipsula. And still you see his daughter's puzzle. So thus alone that Yitzirasei Ba'aveir can't be the Siba for Chalolos, because every classic case, the father is not necessarily Yitzirasei Ba'aveir. But the Gemara has a very obvious picture. It's true the Kohen Gadol was not Yitzirasei Ba'aveir, but the Kohen Gadol was Biyasei Ba'aveir. Okay, Cholo Yechiyach. The Cholo is not Biyasei Ba'aveira, right? This Cholo didn't do an Aveira when he had his daughter in our sugya. He was created from Aveira. He's Yitzirasei Ba'aveira, but he didn't do an Aveira. So the Gemara says, V'chazer adin lo'iroi, yizek, yiroi, yizek. What's the tzad ashava between the cholol and between the kongodol that was born Almana? Both of them are not beroif kol. So it's not clear what the word ene beroif kol means. But Rashi says, ene beroif kol, the cholol, again, not the tzad ashava between the, the cholol is not beroif kol because the cholol can't marry everybody, right? The cholol is oser, the cholol, anyways, is oser to a kayan. And the ger is also not Beroif Kal, right? The ger has his own unique status as it relates to him being allowed to enter the call, Kal Gerim Layakrikal. So, and just like the year four, I find that there's an Eina Beroif Kal as it relates to the Chol, and whose daughter is going to be possible. So, the bottom line is the Gemara says, How do I know that the daughter of a ger is going to be? Kahuna, a daughter of a ger is going to be pasul kahuna. I know it. Kal from the daughter of the chala. Madach the chala, who's bami tipek sheira pita psula. It's a hard kal v'chaimer. So certainly the the madach certainly the ger that's bami tipek psula. So his daughter for sure should be pasul. Mara said malach chala shekain yitzirase ba'avera. Kain gadol ba'amonotachiach. Kain gadol is not yitzirase ba'avera. Malach kain gadol she'asa avera. Both has a tzad avera. The cholol was yitzirase ba'avera. The kongadav amon is doing an avera. So maybe the cholol's daughter is aser. Why? Because there's a tzad avera. He himself was created by avera. Kongadav amon's daughter. <coughs> Is Aser why? Because the Kangado was doing an Avera. But as it relates to the Basger, Sai he was not Yitzirase Bavera, and Sai he's not doing an Avera. So why should his daughter be a problem? Right? You have a Pasha, a regular Gary, got married, Kadasmoshi of Yisrael. He didn't do an Avera when he had this daughter. He wasn't Yitzirase Bavera. His parents were not Jewish. They had him as a child. So there's no Tzad Avera. So if there's no Tzad Avera, so Mehechatesi then, you can learn from Vir. 
that the halacha is that the daughter of a ger should be a problem. Yeah, the daughter of a chalot, there's a tzad avera. The daughter of a kohen gadol amana, there's a tzad avera. As opposed to the daughter of a ger, there's no tzad avera. So the Gemara says, because of this, we have to tweak the cheshben that we just said. So again, how did Rabbi Yehuda's kavuchem start? He said, basker zacher kebas chalol zacher. And he said a kavuchem. Ma chalol shabam itipak sheir bitek psula. What was the Gemara's kasha? What was the Gemara's pircha on that? So the Gemara is falling off of because won't give us the mahat tzad that we need because of the tzad avera in kain gadol ba'amana. So the Gemara says loy teim kain gadol ba'amana yechiyach. Don't say that the techiyach is kain gadol ba'amana. El leema mitzri rishon yechiyach. The techiyach is going to be from the mitzri rishon. What do you see by the Mitzri Rishon? A Mitzri Rishon, Zakrashi, Shenosa Mitzris Rishon. The case is where he married a, a Mitzris Rishon. Shein Yitzirase Bavera, right? This Mitzri Rishon, he came into existence by Avera? No, he's a, a Mitzri. His parents were Egyptian. He was Magaya. No one did an Avera. Veloipiyase Bavera. And he just had a child now with a mitzvah rishayna. He's a lot of marry a mitzvah rishayna. Upite psula. And yet his daughter's puzzle, right? Could a koyim marry the daughter of a mitzvah rishayna, a mitzvah rishayna? Of course not. That daughter is a mitzvah shnia. A mitzvah shnia is also love of bakal. Now, just so happens, she's also love of bakal. Anybody. But including that, she's also not allowed to marry a koyim. And what do you see from there? That even though there's no tzad avera, no Aveira, no one's doing an Aveira, still Pitoy Psula. So if that's the case, it could be a Basker, it's also going to be Pitoy Psula. But the Gemara says, Mala Mitzri Risha, and I have a Pircha Mitzri Risha, a different Pircha. She can't enter Ravi Lavi Bakal. She can't enter the Kal at all, as opposed to a Basker that can enter the Kal. Cholo Yechiach. Cholo could enter the Kal. Because I didn't like Roy, Zeke Roy, Zeh. Hatzad Ashova Shabahen, Sheinon Beroiv Kolo, Bitoi Psula. Afani Yavis Ager, Sheinon Beroiv Kolo, Bitoi Psula. So the bottom line is, is the Gemara saying that I know, Rabbi Huda, that is, that the daughter of a Ger is going to be Pasala Kohuna. How? Kalvachoimer from the daughter of a Cholo with help from the Mitzri Rishon. So, Tzad HaShava, between the daughter of the Cholol and the daughter of the Mitzri Rishon, between that Tzad HaShava, I know to be Marba, that the daughter of a Ger is going to be possible. But the Gemara says, Mala Tzad HaShava Shabahen, there isn't Tzad HaShava. And that is, she came Poislam Bibiyasan. So what does that mean? So Rashi says, a Cholol, that's Ba'an and Isha, the Allah is the Isha becomes a Zoyna. So that now a coin is not allowed to marry her. A Mitzri Rishon, that's Ba'an a... Isha, she becomes a Zayna. And now a Koyan's not going to be allowed to marry her. So Cholol and Mitzri Rishon have in common that they both create Zayna. So that this woman has a Din Zayna that a Koyan in the future will not be able to marry her. As opposed to a Ger, the Gemara assumes a regular Ger, that's born a Isha, she becomes a Zayna. So that the halacha is that she'd never be allowed to marry a Koyan. A Zayna would be if the Bia was a Bia sister. And included in that is certain Gerim. A ger like a mitzri, that's also love of a cow. And an adoimi, and an amoini, and a mayavi, but not a regular ger. Since that's the case, how could I learn bas ger from bas cholol and from bas mitzri rishon? Malu cholol or mitzri rishon, she came poislin. Their bia makes a woman a zayna that she wouldn't be allowed to marry a koyin, as opposed to the daughter of a ger that that's not the case. And for the gemara, for Rabbi Yehuda, ger nami poislin be Rabbi Yehuda wasn't impressed by that kasha because he doesn't agree with halacha. Rabbi Yehuda actually holds that a ger is paisel to be also. That's Rabbi Yehuda shita. That if a ger is born and ishna the halacha is she now is considered a zayna and she would never be allowed to marry a koyin. In fact, you know what is makaris umaisila b'mahatzad mehaidina. Rashi says it's this same mahatzad cholol 
and Mitzri Rishon that he's marba that the daughter of a ger is pasul akuna. He also learns from there that a ger's beer would make a woman into a zayna. No, the Gemara thought as an objective fact that a ger's beer does not make a woman a zayna. If that's the case, it's a pircha on the ma'atzad. Rabbi Yehuda did hold it a ma'atzad. It's because he didn't hold that there's an objective fact that the uh, beer of a ger does not make a woman into a zayna. In fact. He did hold that his ma'atzad is a good ma'atzad. And once his ma'atzad is a good ma'atzad, and it's marba that the daughter of a ger is going to be possible kuna, it's also going to be marba that a ger's bia is going to be possible. A woman, it's going to make her into a zayna. Not an easy gemara, but we go back to it. Yaakov, Oimer, ger. So again, in the Mishnah, we had three shittas. A little bit easier. little. As it relates to the offspring of a ger, whether or not she is mutter or she's oser to a kayin. What were the three shittas? Rabbi Yehuda says that Basker is Kabas Chol. Cholo Zachar, his daughter is Pasal Kuna. Ager Zachar, his daughter is Pasal Kuna. Rabbi Yehuda says, I agree a little bit. If the father's a Ger and the mother's a Ger, then the daughter is going to be Pasal Kuna. But otherwise, it's not going to be a problem. The third shita was Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi never heard Shalacha. The daughter of a ger is going to be pasul kuhuna. Echetes is no such zach. The daughter of a ger is going to be kosh a giyiris. Yeah, that's a problem. But the daughter mechetes the daughter should be a problem. I don't care if the, the father, it's the mother. All the different yichases could be gerim. It's not going to be an issue. So we mentioned that there's a fourth shita. Here's the fourth shita. Tanya Rav Shimba Yichai Yoyim Rav Shimba Yichai said giyiris pchusamit bash shalosh shana biyoy mechad gsheru lekuhuna. Rav Shimba Yichai says a giyiris herself, if she was megayer. So give Ger Kotan. When she was less than three years old, then the Allah is, even she is going to be Kachalakahuna. So that, whereas from the Mishnah it sounds like, and that's why it's a fourth Shita, all Giyiris' Apostle Kahuna, and the whole Nidan is whether their daughters are going to be Apostle Kahuna. Rav Shimbaichai came and he says, I'll tell you better, that even a Giyiris herself sometimes can be Kachalakahuna. If she was Megayer when she was less than three years old. Know this? I learned it from a pasuk in the Torah. So this pasuk is discussing the Mulcham of Midian, and it says, "Any children, Noshim, these are females that were lo yadu mishkav zacher. There you're allowed to keep alive." How is this okay? Meaning, you're going to allow the taf banoshim to stay alive, and it sounds like. Stay alive, and if you want to marry them, you'd be allowed to marry them. Lachura, how would you be allowed to marry them? Now, the Yisraelim, Mela, but of Pinchas. Pinchas is part of this Oilam, and Pinchas is a Kayan, and if Pinchas is a Kayan, how would he be allowed to marry? It must be like this. Must be that when it says in the Pasik that these Tafbanashim were Loyadu Mishkav Zachar, it doesn't mean that they were Loyadu physically. But it means Loyadu, they weren't of the age yet, that the Mishkav Zachar would even be a Mishkav Zachar. They weren't Pinoy Spia yet. And what the Pasuk is saying is that if they were Megayer at an age where they're less than three, where they're not Pinoy Spia, Hacha Yulochem, in that case it's going to be Mutter, even though Giyaris is us, right? They were obviously going to be Megayer, all these girls. So even though Giyaris is us, but as it relates to a Pchusim, being that she's Loyadu Mishkav Zachar, the B is not considered a B, so therefore it's not going to be. Rabbanon. What are the Rabbanon who are chay? Like Rabbanon hold every Gyeris is Aser. So what are they going to say? Say the Rabbanon. Hachiyu lochem la'avadim u'lashvachas. What hachiyu lochem means is you can keep them, not to marry them. You can take them as wives for your avadim, or you can take they themselves as shvachas. But enechanami, if you want to marry them, you're not going to be able to marry. So again, so we have four sheets over here as it relates to the halacha of a Gyeris. Zok the Gemara of a kula mikra echadarshu. 
All four of these opinions, side of Yehuda that says the daughter of a ger is Apostle Akuna. Side the sheet of Elizabeth Yaakov that says the daughter of a ger and a ger is Apostle Akuna. Side the sheet of Rabbi Yossi that says the daughter of even a ger and a ger is Akshayr Lakuna. And side the sheet of Rashim Ba'ichoy that says that a ger is herself. If she was Megai when she was less than three years and a day, Dalach is, she's going to be Kshayr Lakuna. They both learned their respective Shita from the same exact Pasuk. Now it's Kedai to hit the pause button for a second and just hear this Pasuk. This Pasuk is a very, very hard Pasuk. Now we know the Gemara says in Masechtis Menachis that there's certain Pesukim in Sefi Yecheskel that are very, very hard to understand. And the reason is because at first glance they seem to contradict Dinim in the Torah. This Pasuk is an example. The Pasuk says as follows. The Pasuk is talking about the Kayanim. It says, So an Almana and a Grusha, Talking to the Kayanim. You can't marry an Almana, you can't marry a Grusha. Kayan has to marry a Basula. However, if a Kayan was married, and now he died, so his wife is the Almana, but the Almana of a Kayan, then already you kachu, if you want to marry, that's already going to be okay. Pasuk sounds like that the law is that a koyin is not allowed to marry an almon. However, if a koyin wants to marry the almon of a koyin, then already it's going to be okay. And again, Pasuk can't even read the Pasuk. A koyin's allowed to marry an almon. We just went through the psukim very, very stark. Koyin Gadol's not allowed to marry an almon. And as it relates to a koyin Gadol not being allowed to marry an almon, it doesn't matter if... Her husband was a Pashtiyid, if her husband was the Gadol Adar, if he was the Kain Gadol, Meyachav, either way, it's going to be Asr. So obviously this Pasuk is very, very shvet. In the course of the last few minutes of today's daf, the Gemara is going to flesh out this Pasuk very, very stark. But, L'Chathchila, the Gemara says that all four shittas, as it relates to a Giyoyris and a Basger, Basgeyoyris, regarding Psulikahuna, everything came from this Pasuk right here. So again, the Kulon, Mikra, Echad, All the Tanam, Darsh the same Pasuk. Amon, Ugrusha, Lo, Yikachu, Lahem, Lundashim, Kim, Besulis, Mizer, Basis, Rabbi Yudha, Savar, Rabbi Yudha understood the Pasuk like this. The Pasuk is saying that a Koyin has to marry Ki, Im, Besulis, Mizer, Basis, What does that mean? Ad, Is, Kol, Zer, If Kol, Zer, Is, then you can marry her. Otherwise, not. So what does that mean? So this is a Koloi, Marashi. Four lines from the bottom. Koloimar. Kol means Iker Hakaru Zera and Hainu So the Iker Zera, which is moving from the father, so if that is Miyisrael, then it's going to be okay. And if not, not. La Fuke, if the father's a ger, since so not considered base Yisrael, so then the Allah is not going to be able to marry his daughter. Ki im besulois mizera base Yisrael. If it was zera from a yid that was gebayun a yid, then already it's mutter for the kind to marry this girl. But otherwise, it's going to be a problem. Rebbe Lezman Yaakov, so Rebbe Lezman Yaakov, he formulated his position also from this passage. He understood that when it says, kol zera Mi'israel, or ki imbesulois mizera beis Yisrael. The way you have to read it is mizera vafilu miktsa zera. That as long as miktsa zera is mi beis Yisrael, even if the ikker is not, as long as miktsa zera is mi beis Yisrael, meaning either the father zera or the woman, that would be enough for it to be okay. When is it a problem? If none of the zera is mi beis Yisrael, side the father, side the mother, agerim. That's when it's giving an issue. Rabbi Yosni Sav, Rabbi Yosni holds misha nizra ubi Yisrael. That as long as it was Zerah based Yisrael, meaning the Zriya happened from Yidin, a Ger is a Yid, a Geiris is a Yid, so what's the problem? As long as they were Yid, it's a meeting, even if he's a Ger and she's a Geiris, it doesn't matter. That's going to be okay. The way he read the Pasuk was, 
Ki im besulois mizero beis Yisrael. The word besulois, sabar misha nizro besuleha be Yisrael. That if her besulois were formed, when there's a girl's besulois formed, when she's three, before three besuleha chayzeres. So if the besulois happen be Yisrael, then it's going to be mutter, meaning otherwise it would be a problem, meaning if she was Megai when she was less than three years old, even she herself, even the Giyaris, is going to be okay. Rav Nachman told Rav, how do you read this passage? Right? Here's the question. Meaning, Rav Nachman was learning Seif Yechaskel. He was learning this passage. So he said, the passage at first glance has no Havana. But he says, I think the Eitzah has to be something along these lines. You have to say that the first part of the Pasuk of Amano, Grusha, La Yikhu, Lehem, Lenashim, is talking about a Kohen Gadol. Right? That one line. If it's talking about a Kohen Gadol, it's not fair. Kohen Gadol's not married Amano. He's also not married a Grusha. Now, Grad, you also can't marry Chalal, you can't marry a Zayna, but at least this is a factual statement. So if you want this Pasuk to be talking about a Kohen Gadol, I can live with that. Ki imbesuos mizera beis yisrael. All the tanoim just darshan is teaching me the halachas of a koyin with a geyiris or koyin with a basker and a basgeyiris. Not just a koyin gadol, even a koyin hedyet. So Rav Nachman tells Rava this pasuk, the first line of the pasuk, the chayiris talking about a koyin gadol, amano grushal yichul am lenoshim, and then ki imbesuos mizera beis yisrael. We'll get to the end of the pasuk in a minute. That's talking even about a kain edit. So he said, "Does that make sense? Right? You have to read this balash and bit me up." Reisha bekain gadol v'seifa bekain edit. Amalei told him, "In yes, that is okay." So he told him, "Have a kasev krahachi." Can you find me one other pasuk? Right? I, I need to see my shayu the high shayu. Right? Is there a precedent for something like this where you have one pasuk and this is the mamish within the trap? This is the way you're supposed to read it. I can't believe. Well, in there is the chesiv. The pasuk says, "Venerally kim terem yichbe." Right, the pasuk is talking about the petira of Eli. learned that from this pasuk. Mar just quoted it. So the pasuk says, "Where was Shmuel lying?" So he said, How could Shmuel be sleeping in the Makam Amikdash? Right? Shmuel is Shaykhid Behechel Hashem? Chalila, in Yeshiva Bazar. Ella, narrowly came Terem Yechbe Behechel Hashem. This is the way you read the Pasik. Definitely came Terem Yechbe Behechel Hashem. The Shmuel Shaykhid in Kaimai. Meaning, Vishmul Shaykhid, you have to put almost like in brackets. You have to put parentheses, whatever the right uh, grammar is. But the point is, is that you have to isolate that. And the way you read the Pasuk is, Kem Terem hold that thought, Vishmul Shaykhid, and now return to the Venerali Kim that was Terem Yechbe, where was it Terem Yechbe? But you see that sometimes you can slice and dice a Pasuk a little bit. No, so if you could do it over here, so you could do it here as well. Either way, going back to the Pasuk, Vamana Ashatiya, Amana Mikayen. So what was the last words of the Pasuk? So it sounds like the halacha is that a, a kain gadol is allowed to marry the amana of a kain gadol or a kain hedyet maybe, if this is what this part of the Pasuk is talking about. is not allowed to marry an amana, but he is allowed to marry the amana of, of a kain. Is that, is, that, is that true? Like how do you understand this Pasuk? Right? If it's talking about a kain hedyet, which the middle part of the Pasuk is talking about, so then the amana amana would be true even if he's amana of, she's an amana of Yisrael. So how do you read the end of the Pasuk? So, this is the way you read it. Mikoyin yukachu, Mishar Koyhanim Yukacho. Vamona Ashetia Almona. If you have an Almona, which is an Almona, 
right? I mean, an almana is an almana. Mekoyen yukachu, from the kayanim are allowed to marry her. Meaning, not all the kayanim, only some of the kayanim. Which kayanim would be allowed to marry her? A kayin hedit would be allowed to marry her. That's the way you read this Pasek. Tanya nami hachid, a bryson that supports this reading of the Pasek. Mekoyen yukachu, the way you read mekoyen is, mishar kayanim yukachu. So v'almana ashati almana, Come up for breath. Exhale. Mi koyin di You should know some of the kayan will let him marry. It's before a shear in this price. Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda in this price has a different shot. He says, Men amesiyim l'kohuna yi So the halach is a koyin hedyet is allowed to marry an almana. However, the only time a koyin hedyet is allowed to marry an almana is, the way Rashi explains, if it's the almana of someone who, when she was married, he would have been allowed to marry her daughter. So if he would have been allowed to marry her daughter, that's when Hamasiyam Lekohuna is. So then he himself would be allowed to marry her. What does this mean? Rabbi Yehuda Lutameh. The way Rabbi Yehuda understood the end of the Pasuk is Lashitasi to the way he understood the first part of the Pasuk. The Amar, Rabbi Yehuda holds Basker Zohar is Kebas Chalol Zohar. And Rabbi Yehuda doesn't just hold that as a Shita. Rabbi Yehuda learned it from this Pasuk. Ki im besulois misera beis Yisrael. Right, the way he understood this pasuk was that that pasuk is coming to teach me that the daughter of a ger is going to be aser to a kayan. If the daughter of a ger is going to be aser to a kayan, so behemshech to that, what he said was, is that kol If you can't marry the daughter of a ger, then you also won't be able to marry the almana of a ger. Because kol And that's what the Pasuk means when it says, Only sometimes are you allowed to marry the Ammana. Sometimes you're not allowed to marry the Ammana. Because, And that's true even for a Kayan Edit, that's Mutab Ammana. And the reason we're mentioning this Pasuk over here is Rabbi Yehuda Letameh, because the way he understood the middle part of the Pasuk, that's the way I understand the end of this Pasuk as well. The bottom line is, how do you read this Pasuk in Yechezkel? The Almana Ugrusha Lo Yikhulahem Lanashim, Kim Besulois Misera Beis Israel, the Almana Shati Almana, Mikoyen Yikachosvo. The main Pshat in this Pasuk, Rabbi Huda's Pshat, Lachazar, are different there. The Almana Ugrusha Lo Yikhulahem Lanashim is talking about a Kain Gadol. Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry an Almana, he's not allowed to marry a Grusha. It's a Pasuk in the Torah and Parishes, Emma. Now the Torah shifts and it goes to talk a little bit about a Kain Hedit. Kim Besulois Misera Beis Yisrael. And it teaches me how Loch is related to a Kayin headed marrying a Giyiris or marrying a Basgerim. The four sheets that we have between the Mishnah and the Bryson. Then the Pasik says, If you have an Amana, that's an Amana. Some Kayanim are allowed to marry her. Which Kayanim? Kayan Hedyitz, as opposed to a Kayan Gadol. A Kayan Gadol is not allowed to marry her. Now, this Pasik, even after all the surgery that the Gemara just did, reconstructive, but at the same time, it's still Enoy Oymer Eladurshuni. And I think the hardest part of the Pasik is Va'amon Ashati Amana. That seems to be the most dachuk in the way Chazal darshan this Pasik. So I'll tell you, Dover uh, Nifla, it's a related raid by from the Chsam Soifer. So not for now, because it got really, really late. But the Chsam Soifer, and this is in the Haftorah. This is by the way, are the Haftorah to Parshas Emmer. So in the Haftorah to Parshas Emmer, right? Very much me inyan le inyan ba ista inyan. So over there, he talks a little bit about how to understand how you're supposed to read pasuk shan in this pasuk. So he says that there would have been a havamina. You could have maybe thought that what happens if somebody gives his wife a get and he gives her a get hareze gitech. Right, I'm giving you this get in Macy or mehayoyim in Macy 
or Almanas, she almost, but all the different cases that we had in Perak Misha Achsu, speaking of hard Gemaras, in Mesech Gitten. So the halach is that the get is chal, right? As long as you do it with the right language and get lachamisa, you have to make it work. But the bottom line is, if you have a good lawyer, you can write a get like that, no issue, so that the get will only be chal in the event of that this man is going to die. Sirach Sam Soifer says that you could have had a havamina, right? You could have thought that maybe in the event that this get was really a get that this man only wanted to be chal when he died, maybe Azazar Freud shouldn't be considered a grusha. Right? You could have heard such a havamina. Right? You could have thought that maybe someone like this really would not be considered a grusha. And the reason is because the aside of a grusha is that a man was married to this woman and he decided he doesn't want to be married to her anymore. But that's not what happened in this case. In this case, he wants to be married. The problem is there's agun issues and kalayotzel and mechemes based David, right? David the Itai. People used to write Gittin because of these types of scenarios to prevent uh, Aguna related to Yibam V'chalitza. So being that the whole get over here was really just to prevent a situation like that. So you could have thought that maybe she should not be considered uh, a Grusha. Zok the Posik, Va'almono That if you have a situation where this woman is a Grusha, but really, this is like as almana de gegrusha. You should know lo yikulem lenoshim. The only time you can marry an almana is va almana achetia almana. When she's an almana almana. But once there's any side gerushin in the world, in that case, already it's not going to be okay. This is the way the chasam soifet touched this pasuk. But I'll tell you a dov and This is also related rebite. They're both related rebites. I and Shah. The chasam soifet kiyudua wrote a, a very very famous tshuva regarding a, a very controversial psak that I believe came from the conservative. Judaism world that was raging during the lifetime of the Chassam Soifer, and that is there was a Maisen Shahaya Kachaya where a couple got divorced and this woman that was a Grusha wanted to marry a very, very prominent Kayan. That's a problem. Kayan's not allowed to marry a Grusha. So there was a tshuva that was written by one of their Rabbanim and he said, Azach, he said, why isn't that a Grusha's Asal Kayan? Because it's not befitting if a man gave this woman a get, then now a koyin should marry her. But the mice in that case was that the husband had not divorced his wife, she had divorced him. That was the Matthias. And because that was the way it played itself out, so they wanted to say a chiddish that Davka, if the man is the one that was Megarish Ishtoimi Beisai, Okay, maybe it's not befitting for a coin to marry her. But if she was megarish him, he saw. So mechatesi, other have a yodal al yoyna. In that case, maybe it's not going to be an issue. And it's in that context that the Chassam Soifer and his tshuva spoke about the halacha of grusha, and he said pshat in this pasuk in Yecheskel. So these two in Yonim are very much related to each other. We just have one last gemara, and then we'll be able to breathe. Rabbi Yosi Yomer Afger Shenasa Giyoyers Amar Rav Hamnuna Mishmeidu Ula Halacha Kirabi Yosi. As it relates to all these different shitas here in the Mishnah, that halacha is like who? That halacha is like Rabbi Yosi, which means that there's nothing wrong with marrying the child of a ger or of a gyerus. Even ger v'gyerus is also mutfchen amar rabba bar b'chano halacha k'rab yoisi. However, miyom shachar beis hamikdash, from the time that the beis hamikdash was destroyed, nagu kayhanim silsul ba'atzman. Silsul Rashi says is a mailah. They made a certain mailah and they took upon themselves a chumrah that they're going to be machmer on the offspring of gerim. 
And what was the site of this Chumrah? Kerebeliezer ben Yaakov. Meaning, they went, Kishitas, Rebeliezer ben Yaakov. Amar, Nachram, Nachram said, Amar, Huna. I'll tell you what Huna told me. Bali, Malech. If someone comes and he asks you a Shaila, right, they want to know, can I marry the child of a Ger, of a Geiris? Like Rebeliezer ben Yaakov. Because of the Chumrah that the Kehanim took upon themselves. So what do you do? You tell them like Rebeliezer ben Yaakov. Nasa, however, once they got married, in Moitzia, Noisa, Mimeno, at that point, they... You allow them to stay married, and that's Kerab Yoisi, that's based on Shittas Rabbi Yoisi. Incidentally, where else do you find such a patent? Where L'Chadchilu, we tell you don't get married, but once you're married, you can stay married. Right? It's a little bit of a chiddush. Where else do you find that? This is the Rambam Shita by Katlonus, Kiyadua. Hashtag, Tracht Gut, Gut. But that's the Rambam Shita, right? The Rambam held that the Issa Katlonus is only for a Bali Molech. And the way the Chsam Soifer and the Tshuva explains the Shittas, the Shittas HaRambam is, it's based on the fact that if you're unsure whether you w- should marry this Katlanus, that means you're already not trachting as good. And if that's the case, man the kapit kaptinu vada. But if you got married, obviously you don't have an issue. So you don't have an issue. Why would we tell you not to stay married anymore? So you do find this idea of there's an afkemina between a boli malech moirunlai versus a nase in my tzir I'll tell you something else interesting, and that is we know Mishnah's Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov is Kavanaki. So whenever you find the sheet of Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov in a Mishnah, we pass like Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov. So the Rosh brings a sheet that says Kav is Bigamatri 102. It's 102 times with Allah like Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov. All other times not. We also have read about whether it's only Mishnah's Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov. What about Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov in a Brisa? But this is Mishnah's Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov. And it bothered me a little bit that Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov, you think for sure that Allah is going to be like Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov, and to a degree it is, but he's not the last sheet to mention in the Mishnah. The last sheet in the Mishnah was Rebbe Yaisi. Now, could be, even though Mishnah's Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov is Kavanaki, but Rebbe Yaisi is Nimukaimoy. So, you have to know which one of these Kloli Ashas are going to take precedent. But L'chaira, based on the raid that we spoke about from Rabbi Ruven Margolis, that whoever's mentioned last, Halacha Kemoisa, L'chura, you would have thought, again, this was before even learning the Gemara, just learning Mishnayis, that Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov should have been last. But the Emma says, you see, that Allah is like Rabbi Yaisi. Really, that Allah is like Rabbi Yaisi. And even though there's a little pintala next to Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov, that's because Boli Malech, Moirin like Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. That Allah is like Rabbi Yaisi. Rather, they took upon themselves a silsul, interesting word, but they took upon themselves a silsul, a maila, that they should never like Rabbi Yaakov, but Mi'ikra, then the Allah is like Rabbi Yaisi. That's why it ends up being like Rabbi Yaisi. By the way, also not for now, but so a coin is not a marriage, right? That's a sure comes out of the sukya. Shimbai Chai holds if she was in Sky, but Avada, a coin is not allowed to marry a giyoris. Why not? What's the iser of a coin marrying a giyoris? Right? What is that iser? But uh, it's Machlech's Rishonim. It's Machlech's Rambam and Raifet. The Rambam says that if somebody is Ba, Kayin, on Giyayrus, he's Loika, because he's Ba on a Zayin. He's Loika Mishum Zayin. The Isner is an Isser Zayin. The Raifet says, Isser Zayin, it's learned out from Divrei Kabbalah. It's learned out from a Pasuk in Yechaskel. This Pasuk is the Makkah. So it seems at the end of the day, when you walk away from this sugi, it's a little bit of a shayla. Is the Issa Giyoyres because the Giyoyres is Becheska Zayna, or is an Issa Giyoyres based on this Pasuk in Yecheska? Also not for now, but the Rishonim, Ayin Toysus Yuvam, Estaf Samachal, Afamad Aleph, you can take a look at the Ritvan Kedushan here, he says the same thing also, that if the reason a Giyoyres is also to a Kayin is because she's a Zayna, so if that's the case, 
How do you understand the sheet of Rav Shun? How do you understand the sheet of the Chachamim that even if she was Niskay or Pchusim Ibas Shol Lishonim Yamechod, that she would be also to a coin? If she was Niskay or Pchusim Ibas Shol Lishonim Yamechod, the she can't be a, a, a Zaina because Psulah Chayzris. And in every single area in Allah, a girl is not considered a Bas Bia until she turns three years old. There's no place in Allah that a Bia of a Pchusim Ibas Kim Lishonim Yamechod would be considered a Bia. So, What's this cheska zayna? Chura to be a zayna would have to be a bia, right? So if it would have to be a bia, then how could it be even pchusam? So Rav Shimon Ba'echai's sheet is good, but Chama Chayvik Rav Shimon Ba'echai. So if that's the case, how could you understand that? And Toisvus says a lashon again. I don't have it with me, but Toisvus lashon Yevam is Samachalaf Amaralaf, and it's even a little bit more in the Ritva right here in our sugya. They both say shteita that a bas oivet kechavim is becheftza zayna. That's the way it is. And Erechanami has nothing to do with the with the Shembi. That's the machloik Shimon Ba'echai. Held, you need the Maisabia. So therefore, it's told him, but this in Indian, it's Bechefta Zayna. Demis is, I think the Tzushtal to that is the Mishnah, the end of the second parak of Mesechtis, end of the third parak of Mesechtis, the Dharam, where the Mishnah says, Mu'usahi Ha'arla, that you find that the Ovdek Rechavim are Nikroim Arelim. Even if they're mahulim, they're So there's such an Indian, maybe a little bit, but the bottom line is, again, there's so much to talk about. We're going to leave raid on the table. There were three raid bites prepared. We're going to have to skip to the second one, only because it got so late. And then, uh, again, we're coming towards the end here. But just to speak out a ha'ara, as it relates to the Indian of a chalo. So, what's a chalo? After learning... After learning the last two dafin, hopefully, if nothing else, tafasta mu, tafasta, we know what a chalal is. A chalal is the offspring of a koyen who married one of the isurei kahuna. The zachar is called the chalal, then a kev is called the chalal. There's another way for a woman to become a chalala, and that is if she was nivala in the context of isurei kahuna, only isurei kahuna, but as the offspring of Yisurekuna, or a woman that was Nivala May Yisurekuna, are a Chalol and a Chalala, respectively. What about the offspring of Chalalin? So, the offspring of the Chalol will be considered Chalalin, the offspring of the Chalala, not, and it's based on Exeter Shava, based on Limudim, that we saw very much in yesterday's hour. What's the halachic status of a Chalol? Also, very, very straightforward. The Gemara, Mesachtes Yevamis, Daf Ayin Dalad Amid Beis. The Gemara says, "Quote: Chalala Lav Zaroy De'aharon. She's not even considered Zaroy De'aharon. And the same is true for a Chalal. Means a Chalal is a Zar L'Chal Davar, right? Klar. The Eden Anu Bishploinishu Ben Garusha Ben Chalutza. The first mission of Mesachtes Makas. What do they say? He's not a Koyin. He's a Yisrael. Benegei what? He can marry a Grusha, he can marry a Zoyin, he can marry a Chalala. Benegei, uh, he can't do the Avoida, he's not entitled to Truma. He can't do him, you can't give him five swan for Pidyan Aben. He can be Metamala Mesim, it's Lukul, it's Lukumra. A Chalala is not Zahari Dahar. Now, Reb Chaim and Sefer, there's Lambdas, that there's also something called the Psulchal. But what we need is the Pashup Shad. And the Pashup Shad is, is a Chalal is not considered a Kayan. Here's the question. If a Kayan has a son that's a Mamzer, is the child a Kayin or is the child not a Kayin? A Chalol is not a Kayin. That is the Taich of a Chalol. Again, just to make this clearer, you think sometimes of a Chalol as, as if I plant a dig a Kayin. It's not true. He's not a Kayin. He's not a Kayin. The only place where a Chalol has any Tzad Kayin is that if he does the Avoid, the B'Shoikik, and he didn't know about it, so the Gemara learns out from Xeris Akasavs that the Avoid is going to be Kshem, which is Taka Chidish Niflein. In the world of Raid, there's a lot 
Veer. But he is a full-fledged czar. The Tat is a Kayan, but he isn't. That is the Chiddush of Chalal. In fact, that's why the Kayan is not allowed to marry the Amar Gush's line of Chalal. Because if you're a Kayan, we want your children to all be Kayan. Just like you understand, we don't want a year to have children that are not Jewish. We don't want a Kayan to have children that are not Kayan. And it's so obvious. And as a result, therefore, the Torah put these, that's the way Rashi explains it in Chumash. That is the time of the crow. We don't want you to have non Kayan children. But what about a Kayan that has a child that's a Mamzer? Is a Mamzer a Kayan or is a Mamzer not a Kayan? So the Chinuch, in mitzvah Reish Samech Dalet, and in Reish Samech Zayin, he clears this Shailah, Kedarke Vakodesh, with a whole Kifos. And he says, my Muschel Rishon is, that the Mishnah says, Mesech Tisivomis, Tavchav Beis Amir Aleph, Mamzer Harehu Kibnoi L'chal Dover. Now, the reason it's in Yivomis is because Yibum starts when Ruven dies and he leaves over no children. So the question is, what if he had a child that's a Mamzer? Mamzer Harehu Kibnoi L'chal Dover. But the Mishnah doesn't just say that a Mamzer is a son regarding Yibum. It says L'chal the Gemara says, He has a chi of kibbutz of aim, and if he hits him, or if he's makalm, it's a prophet. The Gemara isn't he by definition an inner isa ma'isa amchi. The tshuva, I thought you can't do tshuva. That's the other man chaschenuch. Tshuva on the gavra, tshuva on the chefzer, taira from rebellion bereshlita. But the bottom line is, it's not that. A Mephurish Mishnah, and it's a Sugi and Chas. Right, the Yushalmi says that if someone has a child that's a Mamzer, he's Makayim the Mitzvah for Ravu. You had a son. Mamzer Harehu Kibnoi Lechaldov. That Yushalmi is on this Mishnah. This is where it is. So says the Menchizchinach, my Muschorishin is if he's Kibnoi Lechaldov, and the father is a Kayan, then Lechaira, you would think that the son should be a Kayan as well. Stating that, Menchizchinach says, it bothers me a little bit. Because Madach a Kayan. That's ba on a chayve lavin. Isurekohuna, the child is not a koyin. Kalvachaymer, you would think that if he's born a chayve krisnos and he has a child, the child shouldn't be a koyin. And the MS is everything we know about a mamzer is way more chomer than a chal. A mamzer can't enter the kahal Hashem. A chal could enter the kahal Hashem. Chal just means he's a czar. He could be a shiny. He just happens to be a czar. A mamzer, it's much harder for him to be a, a, a shiny, right? The mamzer tamut chacham, you have that case in the Mishnah and the virus. But the bottom line is, it's usually a problem if a person is a mamzer. And if that's the case, if that's the case, you would think just based on logic, just based on common sense, if a koyin through a chayvei lavin son is mechulul from Kedushas Kuhuna, then that's the way it should be as it relates to a mamzer. Either way, this is his sophic. There is a concept of a cholos. So if you think a cholos is not a kain, certainly the mamzer shouldn't be a kain as well. Says the Menchazchenach that if you take a look in Evan Ezer, Simon Zion, and if you look in the Bach, and you look in the Drisha, you look in the Beis Shmuel, you look in the Chalkis Machaikik, Mikulam Niru, it would seem that a mamzer kain is not a kain. And if that's the case, it's true l'kula, and it's true l'chumra. Uh, but the Mechaschinuch says that as much as the G'doyli Apoiskim said it, he says, I have a very hard time paskinim this way, Lamaisa, and his Lashin is, because at the end of the day, there is no Raya Gemura, and Kivan the Ein Lanu Raya Me'ashas, Lo'inucha Lahakim Be'isr Lavda Tumul Amesim, Oilisa Nashim Absulus Lo'ikigangrusha, Vezayin Vagam Geyeris, Vitzarech Raya Lazar. He says, if you ask me, 
This is the way I pass him from my desk. I think you need a riot to this. And if you don't have a clear riot, now that says he brings that the base mayor and an art brings a riot from a chuvzarash, but he's doichadara. Again, this is serious, serious pilpul. But the bottom line is, it's not the mechatzchinuch that from the poiskim it would seem a little bit that uh, mamzer is not considered a kohen, but he says, I think v'tzarach raya Because the coolest that are going to come from this are going to be mamish staggering. And unless you have a really, really good raya, I'm not so comfortable passing like this. So, What's the bottom line? A mamzer coin is a mamzer, or a mamzer coin is not a mamzer? So the emphasis, there were many tshuvas written by Gedoli Yisrael on this noise. I just want to mention one excerpt from one such tshuva. And this tshuva is in the Shailos of Tshuva's Oynug It's the first tshuva in Chelek Eben Ezer. It's Simen Kuvchav. So he's methalful, and these are all our sugis right here. So the sugis that we're learning right here, this is ground zero for this shayla. But just one gishmakim aramakim that he brings over there. It's mamash adava nifla and it ties into so much rape. Mamash the web, how everything is interconnected. It's a pella. When you're learning zvachim and you're learning yavamis and you're learning kedushin and Beis Hashem will be learning about the you're mamash handling the same rate because the whole Torah is so interlocked and interconnected. But listen to this right. There's a medrash in Parshas Nasai. The medrash says as follows, that if someone's born a chavi krisis, and as a child, that's a mamzer. Through this mamzer, it's very, very possible that many averis are going to happen. And not just any averis, Taseris Adibris. It's shaykh through a mamzer that all ten of the ten commandments will be violated. And the medrash goes literally one by one to explain how through a mamzer you could come to be over the Taseris Adibris. So we're going to pick up by number ten. Hare Amar Nutisha. Good. You explained nine of the ten. Emor Lanu, however, explain to us the tenth. Kate said, over al zochers yeh mashabos. How's it shaykh that through a mamzer you're going to be mechal shabbos? Well, because the child's a mamzer, that means what? He's going to be a farmer on shabbos? Like mehechatesi. Amalehem. So he told them, ani oimalehem altai. Pamim koyin yesh lo isha. You have a koyin that has a wife. V'yisrael noyev ba'alel. A Yisrael noyev comes, he's born this wife, this HSH. And she has a son. Everyone's going to think that this boy is the son of a Kayan. If they're going to think he's the son of a Kayan, what's going to happen? And if this person who thinks he's a Kayan is not a Kayan is going to be doing avoid the base of Mikdash and Shabbos, it's going to come out. So you see that through this, it can be over all of the Aseris Adibris. So this is Bikias. Said I have a kasha. Why did the Medrash have to say that the person that was a Noyef that was born this Ashes Ish was a Yisrael? Even if he's a Kayan, the child is a Mamzer. And if the child's a Mamzer, a Kayan can is a Mamzer. So I have a Raya Brura. Meridik. I have a Raya Brura from the Diktuk and the Medrash. Yisrael Noyev Bala. Right? We're contrasting the husband that's a Kayan versus the Noyev that's a Yisrael. That if the Noyev would have been a Kayan, then this wouldn't have been a problem. Because the Mamon of Shach, the child is a Kayan. I, Mamon of Shach, he's a Kayan, but not Mamon of Shach, he's a Mamzer. And on the side that he's a Mamzer, he's a Nitkain Kayan. Oh, must be a Raya. Must be a Raya that the child of a Kayan is not going to be a Mamzer. As I said, But then, then the. Then the Oynigyantiv says, that could be, it could be there's no raya. He says, why not? He says, because we know that a cholo, as in a regular cholo, can't do the avoid in the base of Mikdash. Stating that, the Gemara says in Kedush and Nafs, that if you have a koyin, that was a cholo, that was doing the avoid in the base of Mikdash, and he found out afterwards, they told him, you know, Rabbi, 
Your cholo, your mother's a grusha, she's a chalutza, whatever. So what's the halacha? All the avoided that he did on Afreya is going to be okay. So it says the inigyant, if l'chayri yesh the same would be true for the mamzer kayin. That if there was someone who didn't chapi, it was a mamzer. Then after he did the avoided, he found out, they told him, you should know you're a mamzer. So then the halacha is, the pity of it, it's going to be okay. So if that's the case, yesh loimah, the loimah, a mamzer kayin is not a kayin. Like the drisha, and like the bach, and like the beishmond, the chalakos mechaykik, the duktukim of the mechaschinoch. Ah, so why did it have to be a Yisrael? Because if it would have been a Kayan, being that he doesn't know what's flying over here, that's the whole point. So, but the Yavid, that would have been a Kayan. The Emmas is, if you take a look at the Makna, the Makna, on the Afsamech Vavam in Beis, on the Sechtes Kedushan. So the Makna over there clears the Shaila. He brings that Kiyoduah, there's a Shaila, whether a Mamzer Kayan is a Mamzer, is not a Mamzer, or not a Kayan. So he says, what would be if a Mamzer Kayan would do the Avaidah, and he would find out afterwards that he did the Avaidah. I mean, he did the Avaidah Bishagi. Would he be considered a the Avoida was okay, would it not be considered okay? Zok, the Makna, I think it's totally in the different reasons that the Gemara gave on Samach Vav on the base. So if you go back to the Gemara, we just mentioned two. One reason was, So we learned from there, even though he's apostle, but still he's considered Zare Yacharov. Another Makar the Gemara gave was, Baruch Hashem Cheloi. So Zokta, if it's Vahisoloy Lazari Acharov, so it doesn't matter who the Zari is, it could be a Chol, it could even be a Mamzer, the Maisa, it's still going to be considered Nesiachas Acharov. But if it's Bar Hashem Chela, Milosh and Cholo, so over there, could be only a Din of Cholo, it's not going to be a Din of a Mamzer. So this one, Yigantiv, is really Tali, and that Chakira of the Makna, the Emesis, there's is, is another Chiddush going on over here. And this ties in, not to a Makna, but to a Afla that we spoke out, it's a related raid by Ayin Sham, we spoke out this Afla in Ksubastav Chavtes, where is that so Pashit that if a Cholo, didn't avoid on Shabbos that he's not going to be considered the Mafreya that he was Machal Shabbos. Meaning, a coin's allowed to do the Avoidah on Shabbos. A Cholol who doesn't happy is a Chol that does the Avoidah, Baruch Hashem Chela, whatever the Makoir is, the Yeved, the Avoidah is considered to have been done. So if he did the Avoidah on Shabbos, this Cholol, is it so poshit that Avoidah's like Shera? It's not so poshit. And the world of Raid, really what it's totally in is what's the gather of a Cholol who if he does the Avoidah B'Shoigit, it's considered that the Avoidah was okay. Is the Vart that we look at the Cholol clapping the Avoidah as if he's really a Kayin, his father's a Kayin, it's not like we're coming from nowhere, so being that his father's a Kayin, so we look at him as if he's a Kayin, or a father, he's a Zar. But although a Zar ordinarily who does a Zrika is not a Zrika, this Zrika is going to be a Zrika. If we look at him with the Avoidah as a Kayin, so he's considered a Kayin that did the Avoidah. If we look at him as a Zar who's kosher to do the Avoidah, so that's already Tali in a Rashi. And Yavon Mist, Aflamid Gimelam Adbeis, and it's totally in the Shara Melech, and it's totally in Toysfis early in the Masech, the Dafyid Beis, it's totally in a lot of rain. Because it could be that even though Mashal Shchita, which is Shere Bazar, but if a Zar does Shchita on Shabbos, it's still going to be a problem. Because the whole head to do avoid this Dafka Koy, not a Zar. Again, this is where everything is so interconnected, but just one really Shtarka or something to think about. A Mamzer Koyen is considered a Mamzer now. Misarech and Mamzer Reu Kubnai Lechal Dover. Oh, but Mitzad Sheni, Mitzad Sheni, Lechari, you think, Kavachai Remichal. So we mentioned. I just want to end with this. Mamish food for thought. And that is the Mechaschenach right here in Mitzvah Reish Samachvav, where he talks about all these sugis that we're learning right now. So he says, I mean, this is, you want to talk about classic Mechaschenach? This is it. This is in the conversation on the Mount Rushmore of classic Mechaschenach. So says the Mechaschenach, I've told you many times in my Sefer that a Chayach for a person to be. A chatzik koyin and a chatzik Israel. So how can you be a chatzik koyin, chatzik Israel? 
Right, so this is a, this is fun, but if you don't do it now, you'll never do it because now we're holding it the sugis of shtickle. So, so how could a person physically be a chatzni kain chatzni yisrael? So he says the case is like this: you have a chetzi shifcha, a chetzi baschayim. Right, how do you become a chetzi shifcha, a chetzi baschayim? Might as well find one for non You have a non-Jewish woman. She was sold as a shifcha to two yidden, two partners. She now becomes a shifcha kananis. One of them was meshacher her. The other one was not. So she's a chetzi shifcha, the chetzi baschayim. A Yisrael was baaleha, and when he was baaleha, he had a daughter. That daughter is going to be a chetzi shifcha, the chetzi Yisraelis. She's a chetzi shifcha because her mother is a chetzi shifcha, and a shifcha's son, regardless of who the father is always follows the shifcha, but her mother's also a chetzi baschayrin. And because her mother's a chetzi baschayrin, on the tzad baschayrin, her mother and father are married, kedas moshev Yisrael, so she has a confusing yichas, but half of it is pretty straightforward. It's kedas moshev Yisrael, the other half's a problem. But as a result, so it's a regular Yisrael, and a Yisraelis with a child is going to be Israel. So this girl's now going to be a chetzi Yisraelis and a chetzi shifcha. A koyen was now ba on this chetzia shivcha chetzia Israelis and had a son. The son is going to be, it's very simple, a chetzia yeved and a chetzia ben chayim. The mother, because she's a chetzia shivcha, on that side the son follows the mother. So he's a chetzia yeved. The father, however, is a ben chayim. And because the father is ben chayim, the side ben chayim is a ben chayim. But what kind of ben chayim is he? He's a koyen. Because if the father was a koyen, so he's going to be a koyen. So you have now a Boy, who's a chatzi koyen, is a chatzi eved. The odd of that chatzi eved was meshachar the chatzi eved. He becomes a ger. A ger is a Yisrael. He's not a koyen. And as a result, you're going to have a child that's going to be a chatzi koyen. And he's going to be a chatzi Yisrael. So it says the Mechazchinach, I already explained to you, Clark, how it's shayach, right? It's so obvious. How you can be a chatzi koyen, chatzi Yisrael. Now just explain this a little bit. Pashit, I think it's Kedai. And that is, if you notice, there were three steps. Right, the first step was he had a chetzi shifcha of chetzi baschayrin, and uh, Yisro was baalea, had a daughter. That daughter is again a chetzi shifcha of a chetzi Yisraelis. Then a koyin was baalea, had a son, and then the other one was meshachar the son. Right, why did you need those first two steps for? Right, why couldn't, why did the Yisrael have to be born the chetzi shifcha of chetzi baschayrin, have a daughter, and then the koyin was born the daughter? And then the Yisrael was born the daughter. Why the Kain was born the daughter? Why couldn't you have the Kain just be born the Chetzia Shifcha and the Chetzia Baschayin? The reason is Pashit because it's today's daf because a Kain is also to a Shifcha. Everyone's also to a Shifcha, and a Kain is also also to the Baschayin because the Baschayin is a Meshuchreres, which means she's a Giyaris, and because she's a Giyaris, a Kain is also a Giyaris, which means the child would be a Chalal and a Chalala. So you would have zero Tzad Kahuna. So the first thing you need to do is you just have to. Kasha the situation a little bit so that when the co- time the Koyin comes, she's the daughter of a Giyaris. The daughter of a Giyaris, we know from today's daf, is Zichanara, the daughter of a Ger, that's from Yehuda Shita. The daughter of a Ger and a Giyaris, that's a question. But the daughter of a Giyaris is Zichanara, totally in this sugya. But being that daughter of a Giyaris is not a problem, so we need to get to the second generation. But the bottom line is, this is how it would be. So, what does the Mechazchinuch talk about this? Everywhere. Imamish talks about this everywhere. I mean, Mamish. Mitzvah Yudchas. He's talking about the Bechar. 
Right, the halachas you have a bechar, shayer, kesel, eski, yivolet. You have to give it to a coin. What happens if chatsi coin, chatsi yisrael has a bechar? What do you do with it? So you don't have to give it away because maybe I'm a coin, but maybe I'm not. I'm a chatsi. Then he talks about it in kufla medalid regarding if he brings a mincha. So carbon mincha, the mincha's coin is kulei kol. The mincha of yisrael shereh nechalim. So what do you do with the mincha of a chatsi coin, chatsi yisrael? Could you give meiser truma to a chatsi coin? Right, you have to give truma to a coin. It has to be a fartig coin. Maybe it's enough that you're a chatzik coin. See, the shilas that you could come up with on that shaykh. By the way, so you have the chatzik coin, chatzik Yisrael. You also have the chatzik coin, chatzik Yevet. Based on this, you can come up with the chatzik coin, chatzik cholol, chatzik coin, chatzik mamzer. There's a lot to do with this, but the bottom line is the chatzik coin, chatzik Yisrael. That is the minchas chinuch's academic case that. Kiyodua in his Sefer, he talks a lot about it. Every time he talks about it, he says, I talk about it a lot. And in fact, he says, like, Imamish, he, he held, he was very excited with it. He says that he already saw the Chatsi, Imam's a Chatsi Yisrael, but he never saw anyone have the Chatsi, Koi Chatsi Yisrael. This is my Chiddush. Either way, like I said, Tengel Chacham, Daika Chacham, V'yechem, like...